From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And it is seven minutes past the hour, and ladies and gentlemen, spring has sprung. Welcome to WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you. And thanks for waking up early in the morning. Oh, we have a lot to do today. Let's get right into it. Also, if you could make a mental note, shortly after 12 noon today, go to my Facebook page. And I'm not, this is not a tease, but you'll understand a little after 12 noon today, Hopefully, we will be making a positive announcement. Looking forward to that. Just a few hours away. President Biden, oh my. Just imagine. Imagine if he didn't still have almost the entire media in his corner. It's really amazing. I I mean, you could almost count. Let me think. Talk radio, he doesn't have. Democrats, as you know, have failed miserably in talk radio because talk radio, you need to make it in the free market. Uh, They tried. They tried to buy a Democrat radio concept, Air America, and it failed spectacularly. It burnt through the money and it could not stand. So this is an example of the difference between the two philosophies free market capitalism versus the socialist Democrats who their philosophy can only stand if it is imposed upon you. It would never happen through free will. Think about that. I I think I just came up with an important column that I need to write. Think about that statement. It's undeniably true. Regardless of your political philosophy, persuasion, you, you can't argue that statement. It's, it's an absolute fact. So Biden doesn't have talk radio because they can't buy it. They, they, he doesn't have Fox, but Fox News is fair and balanced. They're not overwhelmingly, uh, like they're not the, the antithesis of MSNBC, for example. Some people try to just dismiss that. Well, you have Fox News on the right. You have MSNBC on the left. No, there's no comparison. MSNBC, that's a gaslighting outfit. It's ridiculous. No comparison. They don't have the Wall Street Journal, part of Fox News. They don't have some of the conservative newspapers around the country. Uh, Washington Examiner, handful here and there. But he has everything else. Let me give you an example. Look, it can happen to anybody. It happened to me one time about 50 years ago. And it's not pleasant. President Biden was speaking in Iowa and a bird pooped on him. It's, it's not It's not the end of the world. If it was Trump, it would be on a... An, unending loop they would just keep showing it splat splat they'd be looking for the bird showing you here's the bird that pooped on on trump 
not only with Biden won't they report the truth, they actually came up with a lie. This is how sick they are. When I tell you they lie about everything, I don't make that up. The media has spun a story that it was corn. Oh, he's in Iowa. We'll just say it's corn. So let me get this straight now. Corn is now wet and it flies like bird poop in the air. That's this is like Putin's price hike and everything else. Everything is a big, bald face lie, fake out. Can you believe it? It's corn. Now, I like corn. I like corn a lot. Could could we have ended this by saying, Joe, could you lick your lapel? It's it's corn. It's delicious. Lick the lapel. Then I'll believe it's corn. Otherwise, you just ate bird poop. I couldn't I, I shouldn't say I couldn't believe it. Because there is no low too low. There is nothing they won't lie about. There's nothing they won't make up. But I thought that was really, really over the top. Oh, yeah, this is a thing where they're saying the President Biden was pooped on. Now, there's no evidence that that was bird poop. Uh, it was corn. So I actually spent a couple of minutes thinking about that. Not not um, overthinking it because it's it's not that important. But I thought, wow. You, and you always have to watch these things because if they'll lie about this, they'll lie about anything. But think about that. Somebody had to come up with, hey, we just don't want to admit this guy is down. He's out. His poll numbers, even despite how we keep picking him up uh, and saying how great he's doing. Heard somebody yesterday saying how great, how successful Joe Biden is as a president. And I thought, oh, my gosh, if, if, if lies would make your head explode, you'd be done. Poof. It would be over. Spontaneous combustion, bam, pow. So they actually had to give thought. We, he's so down. We just can't have it. Oh, my God. Now birds are pooping on him. So what can we say it was? Because all of a sudden, splat, it's right there on his lapel. Left lapel, by the way. Stage right, but left lapel. So what do we do? Oh, I got it. We'll say it was corn. And I thought about that. And I thought, that's the best you can do? That That's that's really stupid. Corn doesn't fly. Corn doesn't drop out of the sky. And it wouldn't splat like that. I mean, was it what, what there were, it was raining cooked corn that was all juicy? I mean, how how could it be corn? So I just laughed and I thought, wow, this is just takes the cake. It 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 is a lie at a level that is sick, deeply deeply sick, disturbing. So we learned something yesterday. Corn is very wet. It's very liquidy. And it looks just like bird poop, but it's not bird poop. It's flying 
corn. So the next time you hear that Joe Biden got pooped on by a bird, you tell them you know the story because your national media would never lie to you. And they said it's corn. So pigs fly. And now we know corn flies. Next time, come come on, come up with something. Who's come up with something else? Say a baby spit up on you. I mean, come up with. But that, of course, he's at a podium all by himself. But come on, corn. Yeah, that's uh, that's our first segment. We'll be back when we come back. I'm going to share with you polling numbers that you would never want to have. But Joe Biden's got them and we'll tell you about it next. Just remember the numbers. Thirty three. And remember the number thirty eight. And I'll come back in a couple of minutes to fill in the blanks because I am early in the morning and this is WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. South Jersey's talk station, South Jersey's number one talk station. With COVID-19 variants. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. It's 20 minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. So here are the numbers. I said, please remember the number 33. And please remember the number 38. In a brand new Quinnipiac poll, President Biden has a 33% job approval rating. That is that is so bad that it's you you have to you have to work overtime. And look, he shuts the, the place down at lunchtime every Friday. And the media remember, oh my God, they went crazy over Trump anytime. He was going to Mar-a-Lago. This entire presidency, there was a lid at lunchtime, and he goes to to Delaware, and nobody knows what's going on. Maybe infusions, maybe, who knows? Who knows? Maybe uh, Biden, Inc. board meetings with Hunter James and the whole team. Who knows? But they don't care, and they certainly don't portray it in a way that the American people would even find out that it's even going on. You have to basically be in the business and have the schedule that's sent out that we receive. 38%, I ask you to remember that number. That is President Biden's approval rating in a brand new CNBC poll. Now, remember, these polls are always better for the Democrat than they should be. So this is even worse, is what I'm saying. And it it doesn't matter he can say it's Putin's price hike and and it's corn on my lapel. Yum, yum, yum. I can get more work done for the American people because it can just lick my lapel and I'm having corn. Forget that that's bird poop. It's corn now. I mean, it's just it's it's all sick at every turn. But this is the CNBC All America Economic Survey. So it's got to be right. It's all America. It's like Newt Rockney, All-American. And if this were likely voters, it would even be worse. These are really bad numbers. Wow. His approval rating in the CNBC poll for the economy is even worse at 35%. Huge disapproval beyond 60% 
in all the key indices. And um, I'm trying to remember, it's not in this particular survey, but if you look at all the different surveys that are out there, President Biden is underwater. You know what that term means. Bad news. Below 50 percent, and in his case, way below. He is below 50 percent. I'm 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 going to say that I am correct, even though I don't have these particular items in front of me, but I can double check them because I do know they're in my briefcase. But only the states of California and Vermont is Joe Biden above 50 percent and it's not way above. 48 out of 50 states underwater and and look california vermont outliers whack whack jobs to the max very very crazy crazy socialist democrat nuts unbelievable and this is across the board i looked at women age 18 to 49 i looked at minorities i looked at even younger demos, 18 to 35. I mean, we are talking double-digit declination for Biden over the past year. Remember, I said this from the beginning. This was never about Joe Biden. The, the entire agenda was to take Trump down. This this was the useful idiot, the... the um, the placeholder, I mean, there's so many ways you could describe what this is. They, you, you know it's true because they, they should have disqualified Joe Biden. He shouldn't have been able to get out of the Democratic primary. But they just thought his name recognition, the illusion of competence, even though it's never been true, never, always just the opposite, terrible record. Wrong about everything. It was, um, and this guy's not a flame-throwing Republican at all. He's, I don't even know what he is, independent, probably more Democrat. Uh, Gates, the former CIA director, he said that Joe Biden has been wrong about every major issue here in America and around the world for more than 40 years. And it's just true. But they had to fake everybody out Hey, look at him in his basement, but it's COVID. It's it's not him. He'd be out. All he did was just like he does now. He goes to Delaware on Friday. That's what he did during the campaign. And I'm telling you, as all the markings of someone, when President Reagan was faltering, they had him continue to sign book plates and Reagan photos and photos of the the Reagan library and all these different things because of course they can make a lot of money even after his passing they still have some autographed items at the reagan library i'll tell you what everybody out there could have made a fortune there was a point in time and i i will confess i have a few uh you could get that reagan book signed for something like fifty dollars it is worth thousands now, thousands. 
but what what I'm getting at is when he was in decline, they had him do certain things that were familiar. He signed a lot. And that's something he could continue to do. It was familiar. He could continue to do it. This is what Biden did. Hey, I'm candidate for president. I'm in the basement. It's okay. I'm going to go to Delaware on Friday. I'll come back on Sunday. And then rinse and repeat. This is what his presidency is. Very little work. There's, If you notice, we always used to hear what time Trump would be down at the White House and uh, TV shows, even though I was on air at the time. I know they did it. They would show the the light go on in his window at like very early in the morning, two in the morning, because he never slept, still never sleeps, I'm sure. With Biden, do you notice we never hear what time he comes down to work and you never know what time it ends? And you barely know that on Friday he leaves for Delaware. What do you think it is about that routine? Look, I am also, I, I like my routine. And I do sort of understand a little bit about doing, it's what I, what my career is about is I, I use the term repeatable. The people that are successful, Mike Trout, for example, his swing is classic. He's re- it's repeatable. You can't have something. It's like a golf swing. You want a golf swing that's repeatable, that will give you a similar result most of the time because it's very challenging to hit that small golf ball and make it go where you want it to go and stop where you want it to stop. And they're able to cut and they're able to give to do backspin and all these things. They want the ball to roll. They'll give it the forward spin. It's, it's quite extraordinary. But you do things that are repeatable. Biden, in my estimation, is foundering. And they have a routine. And I think he gets through the week because he knows that right about lunchtime on Friday, he goes back to where he's most comfortable. And anybody that's ever dealt with this type of situation, you know it's true. You know you know what I'm saying is true. Only nobody will say it. Maybe Sean Hannity and a handful of people will say it. He goes beyond even what I say. I, I feel some things I just choose not to say. Because I do have unspoken thoughts. But I know it when I see it. You're not a doctor. I don't have to be. I know it when I see it. And you do too. The day when he said, I've got one one word to describe America. And then nothing. And then all of a sudden, I was at the footsteps of the, of the Himalayas with Chi. I was like, what? This is like Saturday Night Live. Only they won't do it. So that's what's going on. While the world is on fire, we have damaged goods. And I've been saying it since the campaign itself. Don't do this. This will be very dangerous. You want to get rid of Trump so bad. 
How come when they want to get rid of something, they can't at least put something in its place where there's competence? How about that? Is that too much to ask? This guy's got to go, but this is what you do? I said, this doesn't make any sense. He's not up for this. Everybody knows that. And they know it better than you know it. And I said, I can't tell you the day, but this is going to be real dangerous. And then lo and behold, Afghanistan, remember that? Nobody talks about that anymore. It's like it never happened. That had a play. There's no question in my mind that that had a direct role in uh, Vladimir Putin saying, whoa, what the hell is going on here? This is a perfect opportunity for me to do this. All right, we've got a break. We'll be back in just a little bit. Open forum for the full 7 o'clock hour. Gentleman John Zarek at 8. And another gentleman, truly a fine gentleman, Joe Girallo, Atlanta County Clerk. He's doing a great job. He will be making uh, an official announcement. He'll announce for the first time his decision. And I'm writing about this at length. And we will go to print after Joe Giralo makes his official announcement because Ernest Corsi tried to gaslight. He, he brought up something in a way that does nothing but divide, calling Egg Harbor Township a white town. Then the Board of Elections went on to unanimously, two Democrats, two Republicans, to create an early voting location in Egg Harbor Township anyhow. So, of course, you can see what you say doesn't even matter, but it still was terrible. And now the decision that Giralla will make, because it was a two to two tie between Buna and Pleasantville for an early voting location. Now, Buna had one in the last election cycle. Pleasantville did not. Pleasantville is directly next door to Northfield, which does have one. So I think I know what Joe Giralla is going to announce, but he hasn't told me and he hasn't told anyone. This is an exclusive official announcement. You'll learn it here sometime shortly after 9.05 this morning on South Jersey's number one talk station, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 on the Hurley in the Morning program. And a reminder, if all goes well, we will have a very interesting announcement a little after 12 noon today on my Facebook page. Check that out. Bookmark that. Give yourself a little note. Hey, check out Harry's Facebook page a little after 12 noon. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Yep, and this is Harry Hurley with three stories that you can follow right now on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Millville, New Jersey's Mike Trout is this generation's, this era's Mickey Mantle. Check it out. I wrote the story. Balcony work is underway at the Atlantic City Ocean Club condominiums, and the Atlantic City Board of Education is hiring big-ticket jobs in a very sketchy economy. That and more on the app. 
on the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. One more day of unseasonable warmth for South Jersey, but I am growing increasingly concerned about strong to severe thunderstorms for this afternoon into this evening. It'll be breezy today with sun and clouds high of 80. Storms this evening may produce a burst of heavy rain and gusty winds. Lingering showers through midnight, then clearing skies overnight, low 47. Mostly sunny and breezy tomorrow, high 67. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. For complete contest rules, visit WPGTalkRadio.com. Oh, that Andy Cortman is a funny guy. I was uh, catching up during the break. I, I have so many communications from all of you, and don't stop. I, I really appreciate it. So I spend the breaks working. So I'm reading, and then I'm reading this, and I'm reading that. Then I read Andy Cortman writes about Joe Biden from Corn Pop to Corn Poop. It's fantastic. That's great. Oh, my gosh. If you remember the story of Joe Biden talking about the rusty chain and Corn Pop, this guy's a bad dude, and Biden acting like, you know, he's fighting Corn Pop. And I mean, it's it's there was a there was a commercial, uh, not a commercial. There was a, a cartoon when I was a child. And I have pretty vivid memories about it. Commander McBrag. Commander McBrag was basically just full of it. I mean, it's just placing himself at the scene of of any and everything. And bragging about it. Uh, Joe Biden is Commander McBrag. Joe Biden is Izzy Mandelbaum. I mean, you could go on and on. But boy, can he wear a pair of aviator sunglasses, though. Think about these things that are kind of famous. Nothing about doing a good job. Talking about aviator sunglasses. Now, I know and you know. Those aviator sunglasses, he's got them on at times where you don't need to wear sunglasses. If it's a totally cloudy day, I don't wear sunglasses outside. If it's sunny, I wear sunglasses. This guy is putting those aviator sunglasses on because you look into those eyes and you see nobody's home. It's got a, he's got a shot look to him. That is just, it's, it's devastating. It's terrible. It's sad. It's tragic. But you can't deny it. Well, you could, but you'd be lying. There's very few things that are just this unambiguous. But people do. I mean, uh, I heard someone uh, on um, Red Eye Radio. She said she was a moderate Democrat. And she totally supports Joe Biden. So then she was asked, well, what do you support? I support his uh, his attempt to get us off of foreign oil. And Gary McNamara says, well, that's not what he's doing. He said, in fact, he's doing just the opposite. Now, of course, you know, they do the same thing I would do. You just start asking questions. And the answers are just incredible. Joe Biden, you support him because of his efforts to get us off of foreign oil. He got us off of domestic independence and too reliance 
of foreign oil. It's why we're begging OPEC and other people to fulfill what we should and could be doing for ourselves. So it's look, I I never tell anybody who to vote for. I never tell anybody who to support. Support who you will support. But if you want to bring yourself into the the, the discussion and then you offer up as your your support mechanisms why you support someone. Look, if you ask me why I support Trump, I've been totally honest about it. Number one, he's a friend. Number two, I worked for him. So I understand some people discount me immediately. Oh, he just likes Trump. He worked for him. Trump paid him. He likes he likes him. But I like his policies. And I've been honest about things I don't like, but you can't you got to take the whole deal. The mean tweets and good policy or the illusion that we have a civilized type president that is a uniter that's incompetent. But, oh, by the way, go to the first part. You don't even get that because he's been incredibly divisive at every turn. In fact, everything he said he was going to be, he did just the opposite. I'm going to bring people together. The world is going to respect us. I'm going to change our standing around the world and all of this. Well, Trump started making the world pay up to the money they owed to the U.N., uh, to the uh, NATO and to other world entities where the rest of the world wasn't paying. And we were paying disproportionately and being treated like the stuff that landed on Joe Biden's uh, lapel. Whether you believe it was wet corn or or bird poop, I'll leave that for you to decide. See, my mind works logically. What's more logical that a bird pooped from the sky and it landed on Biden or that there was flying wet corn. You know, if you're a Democrat that's a sycophant and you're just a lunatic, then you go with the corn. I'm going to go with the bird poop. Not because I want there to be bird poop on Joe Biden's suit jacket, but because that's what happened. You want to believe something like this whole presidency, this whole candidacy before that, you want to believe the lie. I'd prefer to pursue the truth. So we got we got two doors here. Carol Meller, Carol Merrill, please. Door number one is wet corn that looks like bird poop. Door number two, it's not a zonk. It's bird poop. That's what it was. You know the expression, uh, don't spit in my face and tell me it's raining. Don't tell me that's bird poop on my jacket. That's that's corn. We're in Iowa. That's Iowa corn. <sighs> As always, do not try this at home. Only leave it for your trained broadcasting specialist, please. This is my job. Let me have at it. And if you get a chance, give me a couple of minutes past 12 noon. There's a reason for that. 
and go to my Facebook page. And uh, with fingers crossed, one way or the other, I'm making an announcement. But with fingers crossed, I am hoping that it will be a well-received announcement. We'll be back. This is Early in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me today at 3, but now back to Hurley in the Morning right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. Thank you, Sean. Uh, this is Hurley in the Morning. John Zara coming up at 8. Joe Giralo, Atlanta County Clerk, in the 9 o'clock hour. In addition to the official announcement that Joe will make and then we'll all learn whether a, a early voting location will remain in Buna or will move to Pleasantville. It's an either or. It's not um, possible for there to be one in each location. By a 4-0 vote, the Atlanta County Board of Elections voted to have an early voting location in Egg Harbor Township. And although Corsi, uh, in, in true Corsi racist fashion, called Egg Harbor Township a white town, uh, and for it, uh, drew great condemnation, including from me. That's not even remotely the case. Egg Harbor Township is the, geographically the largest municipality in all of Atlanta County. There always should have been an early voting location. I didn't complain. I went to Northfield. It was no big deal. And I had a good experience. I had a very good experience. I wrote about my experience. They did a great job, especially for when it was a first uh, effort. They did a really good job. They got some heat from the peanut gallery, but uh, if you objectively look at what they did, they did a very good job putting in all new systems and on election day with poll workers that had never done this before. And because they only do what they do a couple of times a year, it's tough to, you know, it's tough. It's, it's tough to begin with. Then when you make everything brand new, right down to the touchscreen computers where you would sign and you take away the paper books. All of it was brand new. They did a great job. That's why Corsi does not belong. He doesn't belong in public service. He doesn't belong in public elective office. And hopefully, Vern Makem is going to do some of that uh, this November. That would be fantastic if the Democrats just overplayed their hand, outthought the House, and Corsi went down in the new first district. It would be, I mean, it would be so poetic. It would be, it would be incredible. But he brought racist comments into this discussion where it had no place. Buna is in the western portion of the county. Geographically, it made perfect sense to have an early voting location because you're looking at keeping it convenient for everyone. So you wouldn't put one in Pleasantville, not because of course he's racist tendencies, you wouldn't put it there because you have one right in Northfield that that has a common border and it's very, very close and it's right on the public transportation route. It's it's perfect, actually. And even people like me, I can come from Skullville uh, EHT and it's no problem to go to Northfield. Uh, I'll ask Joe if he knows uh, where the EHT location is going to be i may still vote in northfield because that was very convenient i didn't mind that but if you took buna out 
there are a lot of western Atlanta County areas that they'd be a far distance from an early voting location. So you just have to be, I think, considerate about that kind of thing. All right, so guest listener Dennis wrote just two words, and I thought it was hilarious. Creamed corn. Now, if you've been listening to the hour, you know we've been talking about how the media said that Biden did not get pooped on by a bird, but instead it was corn because they think you're stupid. Oh, it's Iowa. It's corn. I get it. Like corn flies. What am I, stupid? Yeah, I I know corn flies. So I wrote back flying creamed corn. I don't know if he wrote me back or not, because once I start, if, if you ever feel neglected, just understand I'm doing the show live. I can't look at that and get distracted. But I, I do read it and I read it during breaks and things. Uh, so uh, he wrote cream corn. I didn't respond to it other than to say flying cream corn, because to believe it's corn or cream corn or whatever, you have to believe that corn now flies. There can be no other explanation. It could be thrown, but then we would have had Secret Service tackling somebody or whatever. George Bush, you know, dodged the shoe. Biden couldn't dodge the throne cream corn. So let's just go with it. Let's go that it's corn and let's come up with how it could have happened. We know how bird poop can happen. Bird flies overhead and drops poopy. And it lands. Sometimes it lands in your hair, on your face, on your clothes, on your car. I will tell you, Hurley One, there are occasions where birds absolutely love Hurley One. I come out from doing this show, and sometimes it's unbelievable. Chris Coleman once sent me a picture. When he got in, my car had been just absolutely annihilated and all this time i thought it was bird poop and it was it was corn darn wish i had known that but yeah send me send me your text messages send me your social media messages send me your email harry hurley at aol.com and tell me how corn can become airborne it could be vomited i'll give you a few let me help We'll get it. I'll get it started. This will be like a, a flip chart and no idea is a bad idea. I used to have those meetings every week and would just tell my staff, just throw out an idea. No idea is a bad idea. Don't be conscious about it. Just throw it out. Just do it. And we would just write it on a flip chart. And a lot of great ideas happened with that kind of technique, that kind of strategy. So let's do that now. You could vomit corn. Then it would be wet and and of the nature that the media is trying to explain that it's Iowa corn. It's it's corn. It's corn. It's not bird poop. President Biden could possibly be pooped on by a bird. He's President Biden. This is corn. We're in Iowa. This is corn country. All right. So you could throw the corn. You could throw up the corn. How else would corn fly? I don't know many, many ways, to be honest. But, of course, it didn't happen that way, and we know that. But we have a president who's in the low 30 percentile approval, and they can't have, they can't have bird poopy on him. So it has, to, it has to change. 
this is um, not good news. And I would hope that it's a momentary thing and that it will correct. But life expectancy in the United States fell by almost two years. Now, you think about that. So that's a long that's that's a long time. I know that all goes very fast, but if you were going to live to be 80 and you now only live to be 78, or in this case, in 2020, life expectancy went down to 76.99 years. So basically 77 years. And it had been up to 78.86 years the year before. So that's uh, that's bad. It's, it's not good. And we were worse than an evaluation of 19 other peer countries, including Canada, France, Germany, Denmark, and South Korea. What's interesting about this is we were so draconian with what these lunatics did. And yet we have a worse result, which is in keeping with a recent article that I wrote, how New Jersey, for example performed worst in the union in terms of COVID-19 mitigation, yet we could not have been more restrictive and impacted, in some cases, ruined lives. Open Forum begins right now. Hang in there. It's early in the morning. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. Thank you. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. We are? Live from the studios of Town Square Media in North it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is six minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. It's a beautiful spring day. Of course, unless you suffer from tree pollen allergies, then it is um, it is uh, poisonous and and a nightmare. Other than that, it is just gorgeous, beautiful. I'm checking the uh, the bright sun. So yes, today would be an aviator sunglasses day here in the these United States of America. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty has a complete and utter log jam. Let me work it off here. 609-407-1450. The next time a phone line opens up, that's the number. Welcome aboard. It's early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Good morning. Yes, we can meet the left and the middle. There is such a thing as flying uh, corn. It's after it's been through the digestive tract of a bird. So it must have been some MAGA bird that was did some bombardier diving on his... You know, it's uh, funny. Uh, I, want, I want to read something to you, Flash. We have some very, very bright listeners Andy Cortman wrote me, it was corn, but first it had to pass through the digestive tract of a vulture who was circling above looking to pick over the cadaver of Joe Biden, uh, similar to what you just said. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's too much. It was a MAGA vulture, too, yes. I'm telling you. It was. had to be. And <laughs> I, I think that the MAGA vulture was caught uh, near Jussie Smollett first and was wearing the MAGA hat. The red hat as well. 
Yeah, it must have been a white vulture. No, it wasn't a white vulture. It was a black vulture from Africa. That, that, uh, yeah, it ha- and on the hat, it didn't have Make America Great Again. It had Make Bird Poop Great Again. That's right. Yeah. Now, Frank James was detained while walking in the East Village by a couple M- NYC cops. Now, he was not uh, caught by a SWAT team or by FBI agents, which makes me suspicious. But I will walk back a little bit. I should rephrase my what I say because I do... Jump the gun a little bit, you know. Because <laughs> hey, I, how about how about don't, don't worry, it's 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 okay. I mean, you you were saying what you felt, and then you're you're a good man. You saw how it unfolded, and you, I, I I appreciate you. How about that? The guy's name is Frank James. Frank James was also the name of Jesse James' brother. Correct? Didn't he have a brother, Frank James? That is correct. Right, and Frank James was pretty famous too, but because of Jesse, Frank was not. Um, as household a name but frank james turned himself in to crime stoppers said i'm at mcdonald's come and get me now they came to get him at mcdonald's and he had left but he was just walking down the street so this guy did what he did allegedly and then turned himself into crime stoppers pretty weird huh I think so, but it's just, it's what makes my aluminum foil tin, uh, antennae set a flame is uh, that thirty three that number thirty three thirty three percent disapproval rate for buying and thirty three no thirty three percent approval rating, not disapproval oh, rating. That's oh my his, gosh, that's his approval. Uh, no approval. <laughs> Approval. Yeah. I, I stand corrected. That's okay. 30, 33 uh, sh- shots fired by the gunman. Uh, let's see. As of April 1st, Michigan reports 1661 new COVID cases with 33 deaths. I can go on and on and on. A record 33% of uh, opioid deaths in Vermont by 2021's end. And on and on and on. So you don't believe in coincidences, do you? Pops up. I don't believe in coincidences, and I believe this. I believe this. We we can meet in the middle, us in the conspiratorium, and you guys in the conservative right. We can meet in the middle. We have a bunch of ass clowns who yeah. are destroying our country who think they know what's best, and they do not. Thanks. Thank you, Flash. That was a good call. <laughs> and it opened up a phone line for you next. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hey, Harry. Good morning. Good show, as usual. Thank you. Just chairman. Appreciate uh, you. Was that... Remember the old menus when you were a kid and when you went to school and you looked at them and the vegetable of the day, whatever? Yeah. Was that whole kernel or early June corn? Ooh, I'm, I'm going to go with the early June. Make it a little wetter, a little slob. I'm ready to throw up. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go, <laughs> take, take it back. Please rescue me. Save me. Save, Save me. Save a few syllables. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, um, <laughs> the comment, I want to make a quick comment about that racist comment that, that was made. I mean, I'm 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 so over it, and I. You know what my response would be? I'm white, and I'm proud of it. You have a problem with that? I mean, you got sooner or later. I mean, well, listen to this one. Listen to how crazy this whole stuff has become. And I knew it was going to come. I knew it. I wrote a story about the Atlantic yesterday. You can check it out on the app on the website. It's on my Facebook page as well. And it was just a Joe Friday, just the facts, ma'am. Uh, I wrote that the Atlantic City Board of Education in a bad economy is hiring big ticket jobs. And some absolute jackass wrote that this is like a white suburban man, uh, you know, that doesn't want Atlantic City to have good schools. Something. So wait a minute now. The old job that Marty Small had because he got it for political reasons 
that was so unnecessary that the state eliminated the job. They've reconstituted the job. They've hired somebody for over $100,000 a year, plus whatever fringe benefits cost. In my day as an executive, it was 30-some percent on top of the salary. And and started the person at step 14 on the salary guide. I write the facts, and I'm called a racist for it. I'm not tolerating that. Go figure, figure, Harry. Listen, real quick, one thing in common you have that I have in common is uh, not a coincidence, neither it's a fact. I uh, happened to do Trump's 40th birthday at the uh, plaza for him. He, him and Ivana came in the room and came up to me, shook my hand. And what a gentleman. What yeah. a first-class act. Yeah. So, anyhow, just wanted to throw that out there. Thank keep you. Keep listening, Harry. Keep up good work. Thank you, See Joe. You. See ya. One open phone line, 609-407-1450. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You will join the program next, and we'll get to as many calls as we can all hour long. We'll take a lot of calls this hour. At 609-407-1450. This is because of you, South Jersey's number one WPG Talk Radio 95.5, the number one talk station in South Jersey, all because of you. We know it. We know it all too well. And I, I think I do my job each day in remembering to remember to tell you that. Not just acknowledging that it's because of you, but thanking you for making it possible. I am Hurley in the Morning. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. This is what New Green Deal socialism looks like. This is what artificially reducing the world's supply of energy looks like to satisfy the climate alarmist religious cult in this country or New Green Deal socialists in this country. It's not Putin's inflation. It's never been Putin's inflation. For months and months, we're setting record after record after record. All right, now we're going to blame Vladimir. Let's blame Vladimir for this. How do you know blaming Vladimir for producer uh, producer prices going up 11.2%? These numbers just out today. I mean, it's it, that this is a significant amount of money. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. Tax season can be taxing on your identity because all your personal information is in one place, getting emailed, shared, and the possibility that it can be exposed to these identity thieves. Tax forms can be a one-stop shop for identity thieves, and criminals can use all that personal information that's on your tax return, open credit card accounts, commit crimes, all in your name. That's why you need LifeLock.com by Norton. And by the way, if you become a victim, you get a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist. They will fix it for you during tax season and beyond. If your name is compromised, you get an immediate alert. Now, by the way, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor every transaction. But you can make sure your identity theft protection starts right now and right here. LifeLock by Norton, a low annual rate, and you'll save up to 25% off your first year. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or just go to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Hannity. Protect your name, finances, reputation, your credit score. 1-800-LIFELOCK, lifelock.com, promo code Hannity. This is Hurley in the Morning. Ah, Harry Hurley. That is a great name. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and WPGTalkRadio.com. Thank you, Michael Toscano. 20 minutes past the hour. The truth in broadcasting on the job. Tell a friend. Monday through Friday. That's all we ask. 6 a.m. 
until 10.06. But then hang around for Brian and the rest of it here at WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. Uh, look for my announcement a little bit after 12 noon today on Facebook. It'll be on my Facebook page, not the station Facebook page. But I'll I'll tag the station page so that you'll be able to see it no matter where you go to um, to find it. John Zara coming up at 8. Joe Girallo, Atlanta County Clerk, coming up at 9. And Joe will make an official announcement. It's, it's a early in the morning exclusive. He will make his decision known. He's made his decision, I'm sure. But he will make it known in his pronouncement that will take place live on the air whether Buna or Pleasantville will be the final local polling um, early voting site for the upcoming primary and general election season. Actually, the early voting uh, takes place. Does early voting happen for the primary, too? I should know that, but I'm I'm a little bit rusty on it. But uh, Joe will not be. That's the good news. And he'll be here uh, not too long from now. So a lot happening. And I still can't get out of my head this Frank James turned himself in to Crime Stoppers. He, he must really. I mean, there's got to be some significant mental health issues there and i i know that people fake that sometimes but there's just got to be something to all of this what he was capable of doing what he did fortunately the glock automatic weapon jammed or who knows what he would have done how do you fire 33 shots in a very very close quarters and not kill anyone that is you go try to run the odds on something like that and oh by the way And then on to our next caller. Elon Musk has just offered Fox News broke this and sent it to me. Elon Musk has just offered to buy Twitter and take it private. Here's my prediction. They could all make a lot of money, but they won't do it. They won't do it because it's all part. You know, we talk about cognitive dissonance. These liberal rags that bankrupt themselves because they will not change their hard left crazy philosophy twitter will not sell i i would be shocked if they take elon musk up but he's been very strategic he was going to go on the board then he thought oh no no i can't go on the board because i'm then i'm limited how much stock i can buy he wants to stay on the outside stalking horse and continue probably to buy and look with him this is a sport at this point because this twitter is not i don't think it's a great investment There's a lot of people right now very turned off and not even using Twitter like they did before. He's this would be great if he did it, buy it, take it private, let it be free again. And Elon Musk could turn that around. I really believe that. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Right, he put out I think three and a half billion, and he now owns nine and a half percent of the company. He doesn't care. What's he care? No, mere bag of shells. Yes. All right. So on to on to the corn poop story. Yeah. So at first I thought there wasn't a kernel of truth to this, but then I remembered when Obama was on with Stephen Colbert. And he said that he he had fantasized that it would be cool since he was no longer president 
but it would be cool if he could just sit in his basement in his sweatpants while someone else was wearing an earpiece, and then he could just feed them the lines, and they would say what he wanted them to say. And I thought he got his wish yesterday because Biden was wearing an earpiece. Where, Andy, you know something I'm not familiar with. Where was the president wearing an earpiece? An ear of corn, oh. a piece of it. There you go. Now, I will tell you, I was thinking of you the other day because you have announced this theory of yours a number of times on the program. I finally saw someone in the national media. They played the clip. I saw Obama say it for the first time. I trusted you that it that it had taken place, and I read that it had taken place, but I actually saw it for the first time about two days ago. Somebody in the mainstream media actually brought up what Obama did on that interview, and the more I think about it, the more right about it I think you are, because if you look at all the appointments, this this is the third term of Obama, but it's not going very well. Harry, when you think of the things that Biden has done, that that really these these new ideas, these new policies that he comes up with, I mean, do you really think that this man who doesn't even know what day it is, who he is, what office he has, he doesn't know his wife from his sister, do you really think this man could come up with these things? And Again, if you look at the Joe Biden that we've known for 50 years, he never said the kinds of things or did the kinds of things that he's doing now. But we do know after eight years that everything we see is something that would be textbook Obama, like the hallmarks of something Obama. Would right, do. right. Squeeze the energy industry like like Biden has done. That's why when I heard this this woman on Red Eye Radio say I support Joe Biden because he's doing everything he can to to make us not reliant on foreign oil when the exact opposite is true. Everything he did has made us reliant on foreign oil and foreign energy. It's really twisted out there right now. I'm glad you brought this woman up because I wanted to talk about it. I didn't hear it because I can't listen to that show. I'm sorry. I, I love Red Eye. I don't like the five o'clock show. Well, I'm talking about Red Eye. Yeah, I'm talking about Red Eye. I'm saying I love. Yeah, I love Red Eye. I was thinking of the show that's just before yours. Yes, I can't listen to it. All right. So think about this. We know that the Democrats redefine words. Okay, they give them new meanings. But the Democrats also try to change time, redefine time. So think about it. And we talked about this before. They defund the police and stop prosecuting criminals so that there will be more crime. And then they try to say, they try to make you believe that the crime started happening during Trump's uh, year, four years. And then they suddenly say, oh, we need to refund the police. And then they'll claim that they were the ones that stopped the crime. So the same thing with this woman and the foreign energy. Remember, we were using foreign oil until, until Biden killed the pipeline, and then we were dependent on foreign countries again. But now Biden recently said we weren't going to use Russian oil anymore. So this woman maybe is making the case that Biden got it, is trying to get us off of foreign oil by getting us off of Russian oil, but it was Biden who put us 
and the Russian oil in the first place. Right. It's all twisted. That's what I mean. It's 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 bizarro world. It's everything is opposite, it, like everything else. What I heard the other day was that we are still purchasing Russia oil. That that is not confirmed, but I wouldn't be surprised because just like when Biden keeps saying, "I'm sending this to Zelensky," "I'm doing that," we don't seem to follow through. So he gets credit for the announcement that he's the perception is we're doing the right thing, but he slow walks or doesn't even come up with what he's saying. Now, now he says we're sending helicopters and things. But I thought before, if we sent helicopters, that that was entering the war and then that would be World War Three. So they're really they're so inconsistent, Andy, about everything. It's dangerous. Well, uh, Levin was talking about these helicopters last night, and he says they're not getting any helicopters. You know, it, it, it's it's you know they know that people aren't really paying attention to all of this stuff that closely, and that's why they do what they do. Um, you know, you know, Harry, people don't even pay attention to a presidential election until you're about a month out, and then they start looking at the candidates. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And I think it was Jefferson who said that a, that an ignorant, uh, the, 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 the most dangerous thing to a democracy is an ignorant populace. And never forget the math. This is how scary it is. Even the greatest country in the world, half of the American people are not even registered to vote. And even when it's the election for president, the most important position in our country, the most important position in the world, only half of the half come out. So a quarter of the American people make this decision. Pretty scary. It's true. I forget which city it was, Harry. It was one of these when one of these situations took place. It might have been Michael Brown. Uh, I forget which city it was, but the complaints from the Afri- African American community was that there was no representation of, of the black community in the city council. And then they did they did the research and found out that like thirty percent of the of the people of the blacks who lived in that in that area didn't even vote. So you know you don't vote like we only, what's the old adage? If you don't vote, you can't complain. But this is this is the problem. Yeah. But uh, I know you got I know you got to go. One last thing about the corn pop. So so the vulture was circling Biden's cadaver, but he was going to try to eat as much as he could then but then he was going to try to bring the rest on air force one but then he wouldn't be allowed to bring on the carry-on oh, 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 oh. andy rim shop bye-bye 31 minutes past the hour when we come back more of your phone calls you'll be next you'll be car number two your car number three and we do have some open phone lines finally at 609-407-1450. We'll be right back. It's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 because of you, South Jersey's number one news talk station. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. It's Harry Hurley at 31 minutes past the hour. Really proud of this piece that we put together. Mike Trout is this era's Mickey Mantle. Please check it out on the app or on the website. Balcony work is underway at the Atlantic City Ocean Club condos. We have the latest because people have been dealing with that for a bit now. And the Atlantic City Board of Education is hiring big ticket jobs. We're talking six-figure big ticket jobs in a bad economy. Check that out. 
From the Town Square, New Jersey, Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Already pretty warm this morning. It feels more like a June or September morning than mid-April, with temperatures mainly in the 60s. We're aiming for 80 today with sunny clouds and a stiff breeze. Watch the sky for a line of gusty thunderstorms late this afternoon into early this evening. Showers may linger for a bit tonight. Clearing skies and cool, low 47. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and breezy, high 67. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Hi, it's Chris Coleman from WP. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Just about 38 minutes past the hour. Quick reset, early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You did this, South Jersey's number one talk station. Thank you. Coming up at 8, John Zarek. Coming up at 9, Joe Girallo. Joe Girallo, he's a good one. He's a really good guy. He is the Atlantic County clerk. Instant impact uh, since taking over beginning of the year. And for the constitutional offices, a reminder, uh, five-year term for, except for sheriff, which I never understood that. I think the sheriff term should at least be four years, uh, but it's three. Yet the Atlantic County clerk is five, which is the other than a U.S. Senate seat, that's the longest term in our republic. Five years and five years for the surrogate, three years for the Atlanta County Sheriff. Joe Girallo, uh, in his official capacity as Atlanta County Clerk, will be making an announcement first here today. We're honored about that here on the Hurley in the Morning program. He will break the tie right now. There was a two to two tie whether to have a remote early uh, polling location, voting location for the early voting, whether to have it in Buna or to have it in Pleasantville. And it was two to two. The two Republicans voted for Buna. The two Democrats voted for Pleasantville. And Joe Girallo, uh, by law, breaks the tie. And he will break the tie right here live on the air in a early in the morning moment of truth event. That's coming up in about a little more than uh, an hour and 20 minutes from now. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. Very great show. And it took me many calls to get through. But thank you. Um, I think the Dems are confused about the (laughs) bluebird of crappiness. Oh, my God. Um, That's so good. Uh, like Andy, it's hard to top Andy and you. It's tough. But hey, you're Andy too, though. There was an untruth. I know I am because we'll go into that another yeah, time. Yeah. But um, yeah. uh, there was an untruth on your show yesterday, and I'm pretty sure you caught it. Um, nobody but nobody is getting on in a commercial flight with a gun, okay? Unless you're a federal marshal, federal air marshal, FBI transporting a perp, you're not getting on the plane. I even asked my brother, I called him, he graduated from Annapolis and he's a captain for Delta. No, he's not, he's not allowed to carry one and he's certainly not going to let some dude just get on his flight with a gun. There's just so many scenarios that could just go wrong, Harry, so that's an untruth. You cannot. All right, thanks for the time, Harry. Thanks. Bye-bye, Andrea in Summers Point. Matt's going to speak for himself. We didn't have much time on the call, and I wasn't giving him the bums rush. I was out of time. Uh, But Matt did say some things about um, having certain uh, gun registration um, certifications and the levels and 
some of it I just never heard before. All of it I basically never heard before, the different levels and where you could carry and where you can't carry. I just know this state is really tough to get uh, a permit to carry. Very, very tough. Even when you would think it would be a slam dunk. See, I, I believe anybody whose life has been threatened and you have a credible threat that's documented, you should be able to go to the Atlanta County prosecutor. You should be able to apply, even if it's for a limited period of time. Maybe the threat is removed somehow. The person is incarcerated or or whatever, dies. Uh, even if it's temporary, you, you should be able to get a permit to carry. And this county has been relentlessly harsh about that. Now, Matt's permit that he talked about didn't happen at the Atlanta County prosecutor's level. Uh, it's a different situation. He'll, he'll explain it. He's, he's going to be up right after the break. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Yes, Harry. It's Elmer and, and Marilyn. Hey, Elmer. Hey, I wanted to ask you about the Corixal facility for women. It's in New Jersey. Breaking story that two women got pregnant by men. Because they checked the X on, they don't ask questions. They just check the X because they are different gender. And I don't know if you knew that. Well, I didn't hear about the specific case, but I have heard cases of women in New Jersey and really all over the country becoming pregnant either by uh, prison guards. And then that obviously becomes a big problem all of a sudden. Uh, if it's not about conjugal visits or anything like that, all of a sudden, if a woman prisoner is pregnant, then obviously uh, we, we don't need the new uh, curriculum uh, to, to figure out what, what happened there. Uh, and yes, I have heard of cases where men have reassigned themselves and and say that they are women now so they can go to a women's prison and in some cases have raped women uh, and impregnated women. Yes, I have heard of this. It's very disturbing. Okay, yeah, because it was big. It was a big story down here on the news here in Baltimore. Yeah, not a big story and in this state because why should something that's a big story, you know, somewhere else in the country? Uh, what about a half a tank of gas away or so? A little less than half a tank to Baltimore. I know the trip well, taken it many times. Love Camden Yards, by the way. Margie and I are talking about uh, a trip there this summer and actually stay there and and watch a Yankees-Baltimore game. But there are a lot of things that happen in this state that the media is extremely – it's like a microcosm of the national Democrat media, very corrupt, and they only talk about what they want to talk about. So there hasn't been much coverage on this at all, and I haven't seen any coverage – of specifically what you're talking about, but I've heard of examples just like it. Okay. Well, right? I just wanted to, you know, clear that up with yeah. Jerry, because down here, they they, they, were, they were broadcasting all over the... Yeah, yeah not here. Jersey. Not here, and I do this for a living. I mean, nothing. Crickets. Because it obviously doesn't fit the narrative. It's like everything else the Democrats are doing right now. It's all wrong, and then when you see examples that demonstrate, illustrate how wrong it is, they don't cover it because they can't let anything get in the way of their agenda. But anybody that 
reassigned their gender for the express purpose of going to a woman's prison to then violate women, uh, there should be very harsh penalties. Like, I say life in prison, but, but not, not in general population and not at a woman's prison at that point. You got to go somewhere else after doing that because you can't really be a woman if that's what you're doing. Once you say you're a woman and you get there and you act on that kind of violent urge, uh uh-uh, you don't get it both ways. Sorry, not even in New Jersey. Elmer, I've got to run to the break. Thank you. When we come back, Matt's, he didn't have, to be fair, he said something that I found to be very fantastical, but he didn't have enough time to really explain it. But what people heard, I will say, Andrea is one of about 20 people that said, Harry, come on now. That's, that's not possible. What he said is not possible. There, there's, there's no license that you're super secret carry man and you can go on planes with it and trains and, and all this. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it next on the Hurley in the Morning program. Don't go away. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Sean Hannity. How embarrassing is it the White House is not currently planning a trip for Biden to Ukraine? Jackie Heinrich works for Fox News, so she asked Jen Psaki about Biden saying, they wouldn't let me go. What do you mean they wouldn't let you go? You're the president. I I can't take questions because if I do, they get really mad at me and everything. What do you mean you're not allowed? Sean Hannity, weekday afternoons at 3 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is exactly 10 minutes before the top of the hour. So now we have an opportunity to further a discussion that in fairness to Matt, we had seven or eight minutes left in the hour. We're in open forum and I promised I was going to take three calls. So it was like two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. And that's all we had. And I know Matt was ready to continue with more of what he was saying. And I said, Matt, I've got to go. So I hope no one thought yesterday that I was cutting Matt short. But if I, I, I would have taken the entire remainder of the hour and then I would have broken my word to other people that I actually said we were going to get three calls on. And we did. We did. And they were they were all great. So, Matt, you 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 are back. Uh, I will say that you cost me about an hour of my day yesterday because I would say at least 25 people pulled out their BS meters and didn't believe anything that you said. Now, for the record, I've known Matt for at least 33 years. We go way back to the 80s. So what's that? Uh, four decades ago. Uh, and I like Matt. I know Matt. I hired Matt. I hired Matt again uh, when I had the opportunity, and he's never said anything to me that I couldn't believe. But Matt, this one did, unless you are 007, this one did even strain my my belief system. So what did you say? Because I heard it, but you had like letters and I think numbers and the level of the certification and you could carry on a plane right now. So... You said it, Matt. What What did you say? No, let's start from the beginning, Harry, okay? Yes. When Ronald Reagan 
fired all those air traffic controllers back in the day. Remember, they went on strike, and of he course. just said, okay, you're done. Yeah. All right? And he had the military do it for a while until he can train other people up. Yep. My my mother made me go and take the civil service exam in uh, Philadelphia for air traffic control because she knew I was good at math. Okay, it's all math. Kind of like the bar exam, maybe even harder. And by the way, I want to prove that I listen very closely to you and all of our listeners. I really do listen very closely. I heard you say that you did well on the test, very well, and you were high in the performance. And you even said, though, you didn't take the job and you said, I don't want to get into why. And you mentioned that it was a racial issue to that. But that was it on that. So what now go to how do you have this this ability to carry at a level that almost everyone listening can't believe and never heard of. Okay. So listen to this. Let me just, I'll try and simplify it as, as best I can for you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with nine 11. Okay. These, these morons took over four planes. Okay. Yeah. And they did what they did so much damage. It's, it's unbelievable. Now, or, or to yeah, quote Ilan Omar, some people did some things. Go ahead. Right, right. Yeah. But um, when I passed the test, they sent me to Oklahoma, okay, to the Air Traffic Controllers Academy. Now, I had to go to formal training. And I was out in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, for a year and a half taking the formal test, okay? And I graduated that. And then with that comes what's called a GS rating. Now, a GS rating is a GS-9. I said a GS-9. FBI uh, uh, agents have a GS-7. So this is a higher... I, I never... I didn't get called up. It's not that I didn't take the job, Harry. It's they never called me. And I don't want to get into that. That's right. a whole other discussion. Why? Okay? Mm -hmm. It's because I'm a white man. Anyway. Um, I still had the certifications. And they handed me this GS-9 card. Okay? Could you imagine, all right, we had four planes on 9-11, four planes. Could you imagine if somebody breached Philly, LaGuardia, Newark, O'Hare, Atlanta, LAX? Could you imagine if somebody uh, breached a whole tower and took over flight communications? And, and by the way, we were so innocent back then and never really looked at it the way the terrorist enemy looked at us. Uh, they could have done it. I'm I'm absolutely convinced they could have done it. They just chose a different path. They chose to go to a Florida flight school, and the teachers weren't even intellectually curious when they said, yeah, really, I don't want to learn how to land. I just want to know how to fly once the plane is in the air. Now that would be, oh, my gosh, that would be signal flares. It shows how innocent we were. So anyhow, I couldn't remember GS9. I actually wrote it down now. So GS9 would permit you or does permit you to carry. Conceal. Permit you to carry everywhere, Harry. They, they, listen. So you, got... you still have, is that, is that GS9, was that temporary for the moment? Or is that G, GS9 card forever? Harry, I've had it 40 years. Now, you can have a card that they give to you, but your driver's license expires, too. Is it something that was for a purpose that you never pursued and therefore it's null and void? Or is it current and you could actually use it? 
listen, when I applied, when I went to New Jersey, you know who signed for me? My letter of uh, recommendation? You know who signed for me? No. Bill, Bill Gormley. Okay. And that's, that's pretty he customary signed. if you're even, if you're going to be a notary, either the assembly person or the senator can sign the form. And this is, I imagine, the same type of deal where you need the legislator from the district to sign the form. But what about, is it, does it have a date on it where it was good if you got the job, if you took the job? Um, is the card good forever? If, there's no date on it, Harry. It's just a federal uh, license. It's a federal license. Well, I'm not an attorney, but I would strongly urge you, and I, I'm not suspecting you would even try. I think if you ever tried to go on through TSA and you had a weapon, you would be arrested on the spot, is my prediction. No, you have to notify them beforehand, Harry. But you just don't try and walk through with it. It's not, that's not how it works. No, but here's the thing. Even if you came with the weapon, I think they lock you up for having the weapon because they're going to believe that you don't have the legal authority to be carrying it at the point of entry. It's like a cop when they would go to a casino would have to check their weapon in. They're were, they were, they were permitted to carry, but they weren't permitted to carry on the floor. And that was very rigidly uh, enforced in the Casino Control Act. Uh, this GS9, Matt, I don't know anything about it, but I would treat it like you don't have it because in New Jersey, if you got stopped, look at that. Let me give you an example. Look at the Delaware, I think it was a trooper, state trooper, that didn't realize that just crossing the border that that this state is so goofy uh, that she was not allowed to have what she had uh, in in the state of New Jersey and got arrested. Chris Christie ultimately pardoned her. uh, But this state is wackadoo when it comes to weapons. Well, Well, all I can tell you is I showed it to a state trooper before and he's like, wow. I haven't seen one of them since I talked to the FBI. Well, do me a favor. Do me a favor, Matt. We're at the end of the hour, so I've got to go. And John Zarek is on deck and then Joe Giralo after him. Text me a picture of it. I believe you. I believe you. It's, it's, I have to say it's fantastical. And I was listening with everybody else. Text me a picture of it so I can see it. Would you do that? Okay. I'd like to have I can it. Do it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And, and please, I'm not an attorney. I'm not playing one on the radio. Don't ever treat it like you have that authority, because I, I know how it will end. It will end terrible. And and you'll have an arrest. You'll have a weapons charge. It'll be absolutely a nightmare. And I don't. I, you would need John Zarek, who's coming up next, to sort it all out. Oh, no, he thought he had it. He was GS9. Here's the card. The GS9. Uh, Matt, trust me, I've never steered you wrong. We have to run. It's halftime. John Zarek joins us next on the Hurley in the Morning program. And then it's rather novel. I don't know if it's ever happened before, but an official act will take place on this program when your my Atlanta County clerk, Joe Girallo, will make it official. He will announce his decision whether Buna or Pleasantville will have an early voting location in the 2022 election cycle. He'll make his decision known for the first time here coming up in the nine o'clock hour.
WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground. Yep. To the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour. It is Hurley in the Morning, but not a moment too soon. It is Smart Law with John Zarek. John Zarek is the, it's almost like the Ohio State. You don't say Ohio State if you got cred. It's the Ohio State. John Zarek is the official lead counsel for criminal defense legal matters for the Hurley in the Morning program. And the law offices of John Zarek right here, right now, presents Smart Law with John Zarek. Ladies and gentlemen, John Zarek and the law offices of John Zarek, they focus their efforts on criminal defense law, but I think you know that. Their goal is to provide you and yours with the very best legal defense. You can reach John and his firm at 609-641-2266. If you're dealing with a situation, I always say don't suffer in silence. Don't, don't, um, don't go pro se. Give John a call. 609-641-2266 on the web at johnsarek.com. Counselor, it's Thursday. It's a great day. Welcome to your program. It, it is a great day, Harry. Uh, I want to start out uh, with the most important thing we have going, and that is uh, a theme we've been on for a long time, um, but we're going to stay on it. Uh, support for law enforcement. We have to support law enforcement. Um, and that's law enforcement from top to bottom. Uh, you know, law enforcement is, um, is the uh, shield that we have against anarchy and against um, a life of, of violence and misery. Uh, human human beings do not do well uh, on their own. Do not do well making up their own rules and enforcing their own rules. I mean, the history of the world shows that there's there's been no change in new human nature since the beginning of time. Uh, we started out uh, uh, if the if the neighboring clan encroached on our hunting territory, uh, we went uh, there and killed the men, women, and children of that neighboring clan and took whatever they had left. And, um, you know, that really hasn't changed much, as as you can see from the situation in Russia and Ukraine. That hasn't changed uh, to this day. So we, we really don't have hope in human nature. So rules and laws and things like that are only in effect until pe- as long as people will accept them, because we saw even examples like the Summer of Love and things like that, where they took over complete neighborhoods. They took over police precincts. They changed the name on the top of the police precinct to what they wanted to call it. They were charging people to come into their own neighborhoods, maybe let you in, maybe not let you in to open up your business, wanted a percentage of things. So laws, rules, regulations are only in effect 
really as long as the governed are willing to be governed. I think that's a pretty fair statement, isn't it? It is. And, and, and as long as there are police or law enforcement people to enforce those laws yes. and enforce those rules without, without enforcers, without representatives of the people there to enforce the law, uh, then chaos results. You know, and we saw we saw a lot of chaos. We see it right now. The the shooting on the subway in New York, just total chaos. We we saw the films, people running. Um, you you can't. Philadelphia is is out of control at this point. You can't um, you can't walk the streets anywhere in Philadelphia. And, and John, what do they all have in common? Whether and we've written about him extensively, as you may or may not know. And every time I write about Larry Krasner, my goodness, the readership is unbelievable in terms of the interest level because people are disgusted. In all these examples, John, you have a Larry Krasner or you have a Letitia James. You have people suspending. I mean, look, they took a billion dollars out of the police budget and then they wonder why violence is up and and violent crime is up and murders are up i think this frank james is going to turn out to be mental illness john i mean he turned himself in even to crime stoppers uh you know and of course they want to blame the glock uh instead of the perp but in all these examples john i i don't think there's any denying this and i'm not just i'm not even indicating that i think you would deny it but we do have deniers out there denying unambiguous facts in all these examples we have really loose, very bad prosecutors that aren't arresting people who should be arrested, are letting people out of jail that are then going on to, to recom, you know, reoffend. And I, I don't think, again, as I said with the first thing, I don't think there's any denying that these loose, um, woke, if you will, socialist liberals that don't believe in law enforcement uh, have really made things very dangerous. Yeah, there's a place for Larry Krasner. Um, and, the, and the place is defending people. And we need people. He's, he's a brilliant lawyer. Uh, he's very highly skilled, um, charismatic. And there's a place for, for guys like that, and that is defending people. His, his, but his job, obviously, he's not suited to be a prosecutor, you know, um, I don't expect, I'm a, I'm a criminal defense lawyer, when I get a case, um, I don't expect a person on the other side, a prosecutor or deputy attorney general or, who, or a U.S. attorney, I don't expect them to lay down. You know, I, I have my perspective on cases, but sometimes I have to spend a moderate amount of time to convince the other side of the innocence of my client. And sometimes it's clawing and scratching the entire time and presenting the case to a jury in order to, to have my client uh, found innocent. But I don't expect um, someone to lay down and, and, and people don't not, not in my experience. I, it doesn't happen in municipal courts. It doesn't happen in the superior courts. It doesn't happen with the U.S. attorneys. Um, most of the U.S. attorneys I deal with are in Camden, but some in Trenton, some in Newark, some in Philadelphia. I, you, you know, you just 
don't expect and and you don't reason and, and some of these people are friends um uh close friends but i expect people to do their job i do my job they do their job um larry krasner's not doing his job and when when those things are out of, out of balance then you have when you have a defense lawyer on one side and a defense lawyer on the other side, <laughs> then you, you know, who's, it, it, it can be, look, there are lots of good prosecutors, lots of good prosecutors who were defense attorneys, U.S. attorneys, uh, deputy attorney generals. Yeah, or, but they always know, John, they have a new job now, and their new job isn't being a defense attorney. And that's such a good point that you've raised. We've got to take the first break. We're going to be right back at Smart Law with John Zarek, as you can tell. Uh, back in just a few with John. I am early in the morning. This is South Jersey's number one talk station, WPG Talk Radio, 95.5, all because of you, and we know it. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thank you. It is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you. And it is Smart Law with John Zarek. Just a quick announcement. Joe Girallo, and he'll probably be making his way over soon. Joe Girallo will be our guest for the 9 o'clock hour. He's our Atlantic County clerk. I know John knows him well. He's a really good man. He's had an instant impact uh, since becoming the Atlantic County clerk. And in the November general election, he won a five-year term as a constitutional officer in Atlantic County. He will make an official announcement. He will make it official. He could do it anywhere. He could do it. He could do it on Facebook. He could do it just by doing it. He could, you know, whatever. But we're honored he is making this official announcement here Today on the Hurley in the Morning program where we will all learn together. I don't even there's no I don't know on the sly. I have no idea. And I'm not going to even in the few minutes that we'll have before we go on air. I'm not even going to ask. He'll make his announcement when he makes it during the next hour, whether Buna or Pleasantville will have an early voting location. Just a couple of quick cliff notes. Buna did have one in the last election cycle. Pleasantville did not. So that would be a change. Egg Harbor Township did not have one in the last election cycle. They will have one in this election cycle. The Atlanta County Board of Elections voted four to zero to have a voting early voting location in Egg Harbor Township. Where Joe Girallo comes in, besides a lot of other important functions that he heads up, where he also comes in is is he's the tiebreaker. You know, when you hear all oh, the map, the Democrat map, the Republican map, and then Judge Bag of Donuts, uh, Joe Bag of Donuts, to be specific, breaks the tie. Well, there's a two to two tie. The two Republicans voted for Buna. Uh, the two Democrats voted for Pleasantville. I'm already on the record as saying that it needs to stay in Buna, and it's only geographic. It, I'm not buying into Corsi's um, gaslighting and race baiting. Uh, it has nothing to do with Pleasantville as a minority community uh, and and Corsi calling uh, Egg Harbor Township a white town. Just all kinds of bad on on top of just other foolishness that he does. Joe Girallo will make the best decision for the county. I, I took the position that it needs to stay in Buna just geographically. There's a, there is an early voting location in Northfield. I voted there. 
I didn't cry. I wasn't like Corsi crying that I, I have to leave Egg Harbor Township to go to Northfield. That's where I did my early voting. And I might even do it again this year. If the one in Egg Harbor Township is further away, I'll go to Northfield. But if you put one in Pleasantville, when literally it's on the bus route right to the polling place uh, on Shore Road in Northfield, it makes no sense to then have the, the, the western part of the county not be covered. That's the only reason. So I'm not against Pleasantville having an early voting location. I am for the geography of making it the best for the most you know, people. Back to John Zara, counselor. Uh, thank you for letting me uh, share what's coming up next. And the time is yours. Yes, Harry. Uh, support for law enforcement, as we were saying, very, very, very important. Um, and, and you know, we tend to forget the sacrifices that law enforcement makes. Um, I was privileged to attend the uh, 200 Club uh, Mass at St. Nicholas Tolentine uh, last week, and um, and also the brunch at the Tropicana, and uh, every the entire law enforcement community was uh, related uh, was present, and anyone related to the law enforcement community was was present, and um, it was. Um, a joyful affair and that uh, a lot of money was raised for the families of uh, law enforcement personnel who have been lost in the line of duty. Um, a lot of money was raised, but of course it was a solemn occasion too and a sad occasion to a great extent because it was that time when um, the names of, of the people who uh, the law enforcement personnel and the fire personnel, the first responder personnel who have lost their lives was red. And um, unfortunately and tragically, there are always new names on that list every year. And so um, the, we, if, if you wanna you know, defund the police and you don't wanna support the police and you wanna call the police names and fascist and all these other, you know, kook labels that the uh, far left, and, and sometimes the left, just the plain left, uh, puts on um, law enforcement. Go see, you know, go see, um, come to the 200 Club mm. uh, mass and, and uh, follow-up brunch next year. And, and see what you're talking about. What you're talking about is, of course, families devastated by the loss of these brave uh, men and women. And we, we uh, really have to maintain devotion to these people because they need our support and devotion. And, um, you know, we're, we're devoted to people who are special. We're devoted to people who are uh, unselfish and we're devoted above all to people who are brave and every single law enforcement person uh, when they become and and this goes for firemen certainly it goes for first responders when they be when they put on the uniform they're putting themselves immediately in harm's way 
there are there's a certain element of society, a certain segment of society, small though it is, but dangerous, uh, who, by virtue of you wearing the uniform and being part of uh, fire, police, uh, first responder uh, organizations, you become a target. You know, they there are people out there who will kill you just like being in a war zone, you know, just like being in a war zone for military. There are people out there who will kill you simply by virtue of you being part of those good groups. And that's the reality. Um, I, I not too long ago uh, was talking with uh, a good friend and an excellent, excellent um DWI, DUI-oriented policeman. He did a lot of different things, but one thing he did really well in one of our communities was um, he was, and he wasn't looking for people who were marginal or people that were um, maybe had a problem. He was looking for dangerous people, and that was his reputation. He arrested people who were, potentially on the verge of killing themselves drunk driving or killing someone else drunk driving, which is the way it should be. You know, we don't want to, we, 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 we want to exercise good judgment in law enforcement. And, um, and he was that kind of guy and his, uh, I was talking, we, in the setting we were in, uh, I was talking uh, pretty extensively. He was uh, on and off interrupted in the setting we were in, and I was pretty extensively talking to his wife. And she had gone through 25 years of um, really, I, I'd say maybe maybe traumatized is a little strong, but not not strong on any given night. You know, there were many times when she was traumatized, when she heard that there was a shooting, that there was an officer down, that there was an officer who was uh, killed, but didn't know who, uh, who, uh, when, and how. There were many years when she was traumatized, but it, but throughout the 25 years, she could not sleep through the night. She couldn't sleep through wow. the night. She was. John, please hold right there. We've got to get the uh, bottom of the hour break in. It's a timed situation, as you know. And please don't, you won't, but please continue right where you are when we come back. You are listening to John Zarek, Smart Law with John Zarek, presented by the law offices of John Zarek. I am her early in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio, 95.5, all because of you, South Jersey's number one talk station. And a reminder, if you can, a little bit after 12 noon today, check my Facebook page. We hope to have a very positive announcement. Uh, we'll, we'll, um, we'll share that with you when we can, coming up just a few hours from now. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And it's 30 minutes past the hour. This is Hurley in the Morning. Proud to be here with you. Three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app right now. And they're all good ones. Mike Trout 
is this era's Mickey Mantle. Check it out. I make the case. You decide. Balcony work is underway at the Atlantic City Ocean Club condos. We have the latest, and the Atlantic City Board of Education is hiring big-ticket jobs in a bad economy. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. One more day of unseasonable warmth for South Jersey, but I am growing increasingly concerned about strong to severe thunderstorms for this afternoon into this evening. It'll be breezy today with sun and clouds high of 80. Storms this evening may produce a burst of heavy rain and gusty winds. Lingering showers through midnight, then clearing skies overnight, low 47. Mostly sunny and breezy tomorrow, high 67. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Now is the early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM, 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Thank you, great one. We are back 36 minutes past the hour. Hurley in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. All because of you, South Jersey's number one talk station. Thank you for that. We are visiting with John Zarek. It's Smart Law with John Zarek, and he was on quite a roll and ladies and gentlemen, we have a program observer for the rest of the uh, hour. Joe Duralo, our fantastic Atlanta County clerk, is uh, in the studio eavesdropping. John, the time is yours. Go right ahead. Yes, Harry. We're talking. I was telling you about my friend who um, he and his he, he was a law enforcement. He was a, a policeman, and uh, his wife uh, was telling me at a time when I was visiting with them that, uh, you know, she couldn't sleep through the night for 25 years. Um, when he was out, uh, she couldn't, um, you know, she never had a full night's sleep because of concern as to whether he was going to come back. And that's, and that's the case with every law enforcement and, uh, fire and first responder, um, in the county. It's a dangerous job. As I said, people, there are people out there as depraved as that is, but we've always had them and we always will, who would kill them simply because they wear the uniform. And um, so he retired and she had a break for um, a year or so. And uh, when she could sleep through the night, but then... Uh, she told me she was back to the old days because her son had become a, a law enforcement officer, a uh, police officer. And so, um, you know, of course, she, she'll deal with it and uh, they'll deal with it. But it's it's, you know, to to have people go through that. And that and multiply that by thousands. And, and, and John, let me just say something, because I've actually done a lot of studying on this and, and have written a few pieces on it. Anybody out there that's ever had a bad night's sleep, you know how that next day goes. You are dragging. You, It's not a good day. You're not as productive. You feel like you're going to make mistakes. You just don't feel right. Just imagine, and there's a whole a lot we could talk about that I'm not going to get into because I want to turn it right back to John. But sleep deprivation uh, and not having what's called restorative sleep, is it's, it's unhealthy, number one. And 
just imagine, you know what it's like if you have it for a day or two. You either you're stressed out about some medical procedure or test or the boss is treating you bad. I mean, everybody has ups and downs, but that comes and goes. 25 years, John, of not getting restorative type peaceful sleep. That um, you, you really hit me hard when you when you talked about that. John, back to you. Yeah. And and that's the reality of of uh, law enforcement, uh, fire and safety personnel. Yeah. That's that's what the people that's what their families deal with on a regular basis. And and they continue. They have other options. Uh, there are other ways to make a living, but they they're typically brave people. And they're people that would rather be standing in the breach than uh, allow someone else to do it who perhaps isn't as committed. So we, we get our very best people stepping up. And, and again, as I've always mentioned, all these groups, uh, I, I've done an informal survey. And, I, you know, when you have when you have 20 different people tell you the same thing, at least 50 percent of those personnel at this time in Atlanta County and Cape May County are either active military or former military. Mm. And um, many, many, many of those, the majority of those veterans of combat deployments. So we have our very best out there. We have families who are the very best, who are sticking with them, and suffering along with them, suffering the danger along with them, and to have people, um, and we should note these people and never, ever forget this, to have people uh, talking about weakening them, to defund them, to call them Nazis, to call them um, fascists, to call them uh, racist, to, you know, just simply by virtue of their or their membership in these organ these law enforcement and uh, first responder situations organizations is really despicable it's despicable and we never on a local uh, state and national basis we should never forget the people who uh, took that tactic for political advantage to hey, John, how do you ever – how do we figure – I've never uh, – usually I can make sense of something, even if it's for a certain small window that th- this philosophy thought that it had a chance to redo our country and, you know, call bad good and good bad and all of this. And people were, you know, funding these these horrible people. How did anybody think – Number one, that it was good for our country. Number two, that it would last, that people would tolerate this and that there would not be an electoral price to pay for it. Because part of that last wave election was without a doubt uh, in direct response to this whole craziness that was going on. How could the other side have ever believed that this could work? Well, Harry, it did work. You know, it did work. It didn't work long term. Yeah, well, it got Trump out partly, but I think Trump only COVID. He would have survived this woke, uh, set America on fire and pretend that, you know, fiery but mostly peaceful protests. I think he would have survived all that. I don't think it was ever a winning strategy. 
Well, it, it was, a, it was a, a significant strategy. What the percentage is, what the percentage of effectiveness was, uh, we'll never know exactly, but it was part of the winning strategy for Joe Biden yeah. and company. Yeah, that's true. And, and yeah. without, that, without that strategy, they wouldn't have won. And there were enough people, uh, there, are always, there are always dreamers, there are always haters, there are always biased and bigoted people who will respond to really the most despicable calls and the most despicable positions. And they certainly did. And uh, we should never, ever forget that. John, let's get the last break in. I uh, couldn't, couldn't have said it any better. That was uh, spot on. Bullseye center cut. Good hit. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to John Zarek. It's Smart Law with John Zarek. Coming up in about 20 minutes, the Atlanta County Clerk, Joe Girallo, in the House uh, with an announcement. And we're going to talk about how things are going, how has the county clerk acclimated to his new position, anything that's new. Uh, I always like to remember to remember how's Atlantic City doing as an office, uh, because a lot of people forget that there is an office in Atlantic City as well. Uh, and how's just everything going in general? So a lot to do with our county clerk, Joe Girallo, Atlanta County Clerk, coming up after John Zarek. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. Thank you very much, all because of you, and we thank you for it. John Zarek continues Smart Law with John Zarek, Joe Girallo, Atlanta County Clerk, coming up in our fourth and final hour of today's program. And we've got a lot of really good information that the county clerk will be imparting. And at some point, we'll, we'll feather in the decision on the early voting. So just just stay with us. Uh, you'll get all that uh, coming up in the next hour. Counselor, time is yours. Yes, Harry, we're talking about uh, supporting law enforcement. It's so important to support law enforcement. Um, they're the people that keep us f- from chaos. They're the people that keep us from anarchy. They're the people that allow us to get in our car, uh, certainly in, in our county, to get in our car, to drive to the store, to drive to a dinner, to drive to our work, and not have to worry about someone sticking a gun in our face as we're stopped at a light. Um, unfortunately, that's not the case in Philadelphia. That's not the case in New York City. Um all you need is a little backing off. And, um, you know, the people that are committing the crimes, they're very, very cunning. A lot of people think they're stupid, you know. In fact, I've seen that with um, criminal defense lawyers. They they take money from people, some, you know, a small percentage, thank God, but they take money from people. Uh, they don't do the work. They don't commit to the person. They're wonderful when they're wonderful and enthusiastic before they get the money. Once they get the money, then, um, you know, they think, you know, they think that the uh, people accused of crimes in general are stupid. Um, And that is anything but the case. You know, people are people who uh, commit crimes and people that are ongoing, an ongoing part of the criminal element, 
they may not be educated in every situation, but they're cunning. You know, they're, they're smart and they're cunning when it comes to the street and when it comes to human nature. And they know when they're being taken advantage of. They know when they're being taken advantage of. Um, and by the same token, when you have these people who are smart and cunning, they're ready to pounce. They, they sense the slightest weakness in the system. So that when um, Philadelphia, as a series of politicians, including Larry, Larry Krasner, were elected and started to implement their new, um, what we'd call woke leftist policies, they, the, the criminal element, they were ready to spring, ready to spring in the action. So we see in, in Philadelphia, in San Francisco, in New York, uh, any place where there's a backing off, thank God, not in Atlanta County, thank God, not in, in Cape May County, any place there's a backing off, it's not a gradual increase in crime. It's an immediate increase in crime. They, they know what the rules are. They know what the consequences are. And they start ramping up their criminal activity immediately. Immediately, when you can when you can go and shoot somebody on the street and be released from jail, as is the case in New York, mm -hmm. as is the case in Philadelphia, and be released from jail when you shoot somebody and even kill somebody, then that word travels not slowly, not weeks and months, instantly that day. The, the criminal element knows that, and they start amping up. Hey, the, he, this guy, he shot somebody and he got out of jail. They, they only operate one way. There's not a balanced thought process that goes on with these people. You know, by the way, they're not my clients. Uh, that's, that's not the level of person that I represent. You know, my typical client is uh, a young person from a good family who um, comes to the shore and starts out with a little fun and then a little fun that may be a little illegal and maybe some bad companions and can end up in some uh, minor trouble or extremely serious trouble. But the, the real criminal, criminal element, the people that are interested in guns and shooting and victimizing, violently victimizing others, they, um, it's like an organism that has a, a tracking device that looks for weakness at all times, sort of like the Terminator. Mm -hmm. That's the frame of mind, sort of like the Terminator, where they're coming and they're not going to stop. The only way you can stop is by force. It's the only thing they represent, even friendliness, kindness, um, a smile. They designate that as weakness and will that will prompt an attack. You know, the only way they they know to go is to is to be aggressive so these people must be dealt with 
must be dealt with on a um, with with immediate um, serious constitutional law abiding brave response from law enforcement and law enforcement can't do that without our support without our support legally you know and without our support from a societal basis on a societal basis so you know when you saw these changes in new york city in the you know when you got the woke socialist government in new york city immediately law enforcement started to deteriorate you didn't hear about it six months later or a year later you heard about it the month they you heard it uh the month they took office so um and same thing in philadelphia same situation you can't go any place in philadelphia and feel safe anymore can't go any place um, because the bad guys can rove wherever they want, and except for this, except for citizens who are armed and prepared to defend themselves, which is happening in more and more occasions, um, you are in danger any any place you go. Thank God, in Atlanta County, we held the line. Uh, we're serious about law enforcement and supporting law enforcement. And for that reason, we walk, um, we are in a free zone, uh, essentially a crime free zone. There are crime, going, always going to, there's always going to be some crime, but essentially we're in a crime free zone with regard to violent shootings, stabbings, killings, uh, on the street, sexual assaults on the street. Um, we're essentially free of those things. And uh, the only way we can do that is continue to support law enforcement, um, state police, local police, FBI, government, special government agencies, Homeland Security. They're the ones that keep us safe. Uh, Sheriff's Department. Um, they, they, you know, they, they're the ones that keep us from anarchy. And so that has to be has to continue. John, a little over two minutes left in your program. Closing summation. Yeah, let me say something about Joe uh, Girallo. Uh He is such a good guy. He's he's one of those rare, rare guys. I have a lot of friends in politics. Uh, Joe is one of those those guys that is always working, always working unselfishly. He's not a headline grabber. He's not a showman. He just simply has spent his life serving the people of South Jersey. He works hard all the time. When I heard that he was um, running for office, I immediately supported him. I think that day, if I'm not mistaken, immediately supported him and will continue forever. He's he's one of those guys. They come along rarely, and it, it might seem, seem far-fetched, but um, Abraham Lincoln was one of those people. Nothing you can find wrong about him. Same thing with Joe. Nothing you can find wrong about it. Everyone, almost all of us, have defects. Hey, Joe Girallo, high praise from Caesar. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good. He's a good, good guy, and you know, I know he's embarrassed now that I'm saying this. Stuff, <laughs> yeah, he is so humble. It's so true. You know, he comes pre-qualified from yeah. a lot of people that I've known for a long time, Jim Malamut and a bunch yeah, of other people, yeah. and everybody says the same thing about yeah. Joe Girallo. So, it, it to quote my my former president Trump, it must be true. A lot of people are saying it. It must be true. Uh, yeah. John, final yeah. thirty seconds. Yeah, so we're really blessed to have Joe, and I look forward to him uh, doing his current job with a lot of valor and uh, and energy, and uh, the future is is bright. And you never want to make mistakes in this kind of position because they get five years. This is very unusual in America, to other than the United States senator that gets six. John, thank you for a great hour. Uh, all the best to you and the family. And uh, I love the time we spend together. Thank you, Counselor. Thank you. You're welcome, John. Keep it up, Joe. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you. John. And when we come back, you will hear from Joe Girallo, your Atlanta County Clerk, next. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now.